Welcome back to the Para Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra. And on today's episode, we're going to be talking about cleaning. Now, I did a recent YouTube video on how I keep our home clean and what I use when we are cleaning the home and what kind of maintenance I do to try and upkeep a clean space, living with pets, especially with a bird, because we know that birds are messy. They poop, they destroy toys, they're curious little dinosaurs, and they're dropping food and all kinds of different things. So it's up to us to make sure that they have a clean and hygienic space, cage, toys, perches, all of that. And we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of that today. And we're going to be joined by a special guest who is a returning guest to the show. And that's Alberta, formerly known as the Cozy Cockatiels. Now they're known as Cozy Beaks Crew. And Alberta was sharing what products she uses and how she uses them, her cleaning routine. And so we're going to dive into our cleaning routines a little bit for you guys so that you know the different ways that you can clean your bird's cage and their perches and toys and keep their environment spick and spam so that they have that hygiene. So let's jump into it with Alberta. Aww. Oh, they're preening at the same time. <laughs> How cute. So cute. <laughs> well, love Mia's uh, colors. She's so beautiful. Honestly. I know. Oh, She's look at that in the gorgeous. light. You can really see them there. Yeah. So cute. Oh, this blue. is adorable that Agnes and Mia are synced right now with their preening. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wanted to start off with just seeing how you're doing how's your flock tell us about the cuteness going on over there and if you have any updates that you'd like to share right so we are all fine i mean as fine as we can be after losing our irulan she was our queen and we deeply miss her especially hummus he's been quite sad but he's getting back to it slowly he has all the other members of the flock to keep him company and I'm spending extra time with him. So we are like um, sort of a happy family that are trying to go through hard times. Yeah. Um, grief is never easy. Grief is never easy. Everyone is doing it their own way. So it takes time. I understand that it's not the first time I'm going through a grief. So I know it takes time, but it's never easy. It's never like because you're getting so attached to those little feather ones they're yeah. becoming part of your heart and when they go this part of your heart is just like broken and although you still keep them in your heart it's like something is always missing but yeah, yeah. apart from that we are all fine all in good health agnes as you can see is being extra naughty as always trying to make a nest out of my <laughs> she's hair. the only conure in the flock so of course she's going to be the naughtiest <laughs> she's such a menace honestly but such a lovely menace um yeah as a conure she has she's quite boisterous and uh playful all the time and likes to be in the middle of uh, everything that's going on if yeah. there is a quarrel between the cockatiels she needs to be there if there is like something going on outside if like a seagull or a crow is like making sounds she needs to be at the window to check what's going on like you know the local police <laughs> uh, so she's like that um but yeah hummus is doing better he has been um started he started actually to sink again to play with Aww. toys which is good because for some time he was really quiet i've been noticing that he's trying to get close to arulani his daughter <laughs> so i really hope that he's not going to try to become a pair with her because uh, he's been like following her everywhere he's never tried anything but he's been like trying to get close to her i think and, he likes uh, having a companion he does he it's it's definitely about him he doesn't like to be alone when this one this one is wants to be with humans he doesn't need anyone else but um mm. yeah um homos feels better when there are other birds around him especially female ones yeah so. i mean he lost his wife so that's really tough it's i tough was also him. really worried about him because i know how in love he is and what a great husband he is because we were talking about that last time yeah and it was just so unexpected and i feel for hummus as well the poor little thing 
He he was he was very like he was devastated. Honestly, I was worried that he's not Could going to tell? eat. Like was he I really could, sad? I could. He was like hiding and like in the angles and like doing this that sound. I can't really even explain it, but it's different from what he usually sounds like. And he was like lethargic a bit. So I tried. To, he he still called for Irulan for a long time, probably about a week, week and a half after her passing. He kept calling her. Oh my um, god, my heart. I and yeah, die. I was literally crying my eyes every single time when he did that and she didn't respond. So he got really panicky and then he got sad again. But uh, the good thing is that he continued eating. What I was worried about was that he's going to stop eating because uh, he's very emotional. And uh, I had to keep watching him and keep like touching his crop to make sure that it's full because I know that like birds can um, simulate that they're eating, but actually can not eat. And mm, uh, that's a really good point. That was the scariest thing. I was like monitoring that he's drinking as well. Um, but uh, he made it. I mean, he's fine now and um, getting back to normal, I guess. Oh, that's so nice to hear that everyone's doing a lot better. But I know that everybody grieves in their own way and copes in their own way. And it's never easy. And it's something that stays with us forever. We never forget about our loved ones. And I'm really sorry for your loss and that you're going through that. And my heart goes out to you and your flock. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's really <laughs> appreciated. Um, yeah. What about the news? Uh, we are actually about to finally launch our toy store, which is happening in a couple of weeks. We're just like settling bits and pieces here and there with logistics, but uh, we are like uh, getting ready to do so. Um, hopefully keep um, like keep following us and you will find out very soon some updates about it. And, um, Can we get yes. like a little sneak peek about these toys? Yes, like, I'm planning toys it for are this they? <laughs> Sure thing. I, I can only say now that they're all natural. So they're going to be from natural, like organic materials and that they're handcrafted and uh, yeah, everything is uh, responsibly sourced. But the, they're also designed with birds in mind to have fun and tested by the test team, the beta testers. So uh, <laughs> they were actually approved by those bigs. So I hope that everyone will enjoy them. Of course, I'll keep you all posted on my Instagram page and so you will find out more That's vibrant. awesome. I can't wait. I'm so excited. Good oh, luck with you. your launch. <laughs> thank and you. are Thanks the toys lot. for small beaks or for big beaks or both? For now, it's going to be for small and medium beaks. So up to Pionosis or Amazons. For larger mm. birds, I still have plans, but it requires a bit more work and logistics. So I'm going to start with small to medium sized birds. And um, if everything goes well and the toys are liked, um, eventually we're going to introduce a line for larger beaks as well. Wow. Well, congratulations. That's awesome. I know probably creating all these toys and doing a toy launch is a lot of work. So it is. I'm sure that your plate is super full. <laughs> I was actually thinking that, oh, it's going to be so easy. I'm going to launch in August. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> We're really... in September now. This yes. always happens. Believe me. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, amazing. You know, when you think that some idea is super easy, especially when it involves animals and their well-being, there are so many points that you're starting to overthink. Like, is it safe? Is it like the best quality? Uh, is it, sorry, somebody is getting mixed into my hair. Uh, so <laughs> all those questions, you don't want to, you want to provide the best quality for them. You want to be able to give them something that they will actually enjoy. You're not just putting like a trinket or yeah. your setup. It's something that they will like to like come and destroy and pack on and uh, mm -hmm. do some foraging. That's the, like the main goal. And, so, yeah, and you also need to make sure that it's safe because you don't want, you know, something to happen to a bird exactly. and someone to come to you and say something happened and be res feel responsible for it. So I understand. 
So definitely, yeah. Everything that from tangling, from like um, I don't know, eating parts. You need to make sure that everything mm-hmm. is completely safe. And I also wanted to make sure that they enjoy it. So I tested it with all of my birds. I provide them the designs. They actually destroyed a couple of them to make sure that they're actually funny for them. They're fun for them. They're like enjoying it. Not only. Like seeing it as a pretty toy, but also uh, they can interact with it. Um, yeah, but you will receive all of that very soon. Um, there are. Some, I have one like, last question: Are you yep. shipping within the UK, within Europe, or is it going to be international? Within Europe, for now, uh, it's going to be UK, European Union, some countries that are not in the European Union, but it's going to be concentrated in Europe for now. So Mia's uh, going to get to try some new toys. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so lots of news, some of it sad, some of it good, and it's been keeping you really busy as well. So I'm sure that's really good. And I remember a couple of weeks ago, we were chatting about cleaning. And so today's topic is going to be focused on cleaning and keeping our birds' cages, toys, perches clean and the importance of cleaning all this stuff and keeping it sanitized. Let's first go over the importance of a clean space for our birds and the health benefits of regular cage cleaning and why we need to be cleaning all of their items. I mean, we know that obviously there can be a lot of bacteria and harmful things that can build up, but I'll turn it over to you and you can let us know why it's so important to keep a clean space for our birds. Right. Yes, it's actually the hygiene around birds in an apartment, in an enclosed space in a house it's very very important because birds most of them at least parrots are not domesticated birds they are wild birds and they're like organisms they're built in a way uh, that they have like a good ventilation they live outside they breathe like air like they live usually um around forest or in the um, jungle in the jungle exactly where there are lots of plants and the air is quite clean and because of their very efficient um uh respiratory system they actually thrive there but in an apartment where there are so many fumes so many like bacteria build up uh dust um feathers flying and building up like the quality of the air can very easily and quite quickly get um, like very bad. I mean, and they have deteriorate- really sensitive respiratory systems. Exactly. It deteriorates quite, like quite quick. When you close all your windows, literally you need about 30 minutes without even cooking or doing something special just to get uh, your like, uh, air quality level dropped down significantly. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not good for us humans because we can get stuff like headaches, like um, dizziness, also like allergies and stuff. But for birds with such a good respiratory system, such efficient respiratory system, it can get um, it can get actually deadly at some point because they're actually breeding it more efficiently, meaning that they're inhaling more of those toxic uh, components and uh, absorbing them into their bloodstream. That's that's the dangerous bit. So this is why we as uh, responsible owners must keep the hygiene and the cleanness of the cages, but also of outside environment that our birds interact with quite clean, like dust free, well ventilated, filtrated as well. So there are lots of actually parts of the cleaning process that we need to keep keep quite strict to make sure that our birds are in best of their health. An air purifier is also a good idea. Yes, that's actually like a part of the cleanness that is often missed by pet owner, uh, by the bird owners, sorry. And actually for pet owners as well. Yeah, I mean, because dogs and cats, I mean, they shed too. I don't know about rabbits. I think maybe rabbits shed too. But when you have pets, an air purifier is just a good idea. Yes. And uh, here comes like things, uh, depending on your birds, how my, many air purifiers you need and 
what air purifiers you need because honestly i have one air purifier in the room where birds leave and i need to clean the filter every single week because it has like a thick layer of dust every single week and that's mainly because of the cockatiels you know they're like yeah. dusty they're uh, powder birds yeah they're powder birds exactly so they're like they're falling they, the dust is falling out of them quite yeah. in large zones and i can see the difference sorry agnes is being <laughs> noisy uh i can definitely see the difference um like before I had like air purifier and after I had a pure air purifier. So that's definitely an important bit of uh, the hygiene and the cleanness of the bird's room or like bird's cage. But yeah. of course, what I think is extremely significant is to have like a routine uh, for cleaning. There are different styles of cleaning. I separate them to like daily cleanups which means I'm um, like taking away all the poop and changing, of course, water bowls, washing water bowls, uh, changing the water, making sure that there are no feathers and dust. But that's a light like cleanup that I do every single day, including vacuum cleaning. Mm -hmm. um, and so there is another like a medium type of cleaning that I do once a week. Um, that's more of a, I'm taking away like all the poop from wall ceilings as a bird owner. I'm pretty sure you know that they, <laughs> the poop can get everywhere. I mean, yep. I find poop all of the time. Yesterday, Mia pooped on the back of my shirt and I had no idea until my husband was behind me and he's like, do you know <laughs> that you <laughs> have something on your back? And I was like, take a picture and show me. And of course she was eating red pepper and she took a really big poop. And so it was all over my back and I had just been walking around like that. So yeah, that, that's my life too. I mean, like, but it it's been on the walls. It's been just all over the place. So yeah, keeping up with the poop cleaning is also a big thing. It is, it is. And I think for people who are wondering whether to uh, get a bird or not, they should have in mind that uh, birds do poop. And if you're not okay with like finding poop everywhere, then you should probably like reconsider getting a bird. That's yeah. normal and you need to clean after it, but that's normal and you cannot physically, you cannot walk around all the time with like a wipe or something to clean them all. So you will be finding them periodically somewhere on your clothes, uh, on your bed or something like this, it can happen. And yeah. then I have the deep clean once per month, which means I'm literally taking off every single toy, every single perch, like taking off all the trays, disassembling partially my uh, cages because I don't have the space to actually disassemble them all. So I wash them like that, but yeah. making sure that every single bit is actually cleaned. Um, then I'm steam cleaning and literally disinfecting it all with um, bird safe disinfectants. I'm going to talk about it in a bit. But yeah. what I think is important is actually to schedule all those like big cleanings in your calendar. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you need to prepare mentally because it takes the, time. It takes a day. It literally <laughs> is a one day investment. So that everybody <laughs> understands it's time consuming. <laughs> it is. It is super time consuming. Uh, like my husband is laughing at me. He's saying like, did you finish like the day two of your 30 minutes, like uh cleanup? Because I always like, oh, it's only going to take 30 minutes. And then at some point <laughs> I realized it's actually taking about two days to finish it off. <laughs> especially so, with that many birds you have a whole flock I do have a whole flock yeah. and it gets messy I mean there is a difference between having one bird two birds and five six seven birds it's yeah. like a huge difference because they they do make a mess and I can only imagine because Mia's messy and she's just one bird so having five or six I could imagine that mess times five or times six that requires yep. definitely a daily cleanup, a weekly cleanup, and a monthly cleanup. And I actually have 
quite a similar schedule. I do a lot of daily stuff. So, you know, cleaning the water dishes and the food dishes and, you know, checking the lining under the cage if it needs to be changed. Yeah. I use butcher paper and I have these sheets that are fit perfectly. So I can just take it out. I kind of roll it up to keep all the mess inside and then I can just change it. And, you know, checking if there's like poop anywhere, then I'll just like scrub that down quickly. Or when it's fresh, I like to get it then because then it just wipes away easily. So there's a lot of like daily maintenance things to try and keep things clean and hygienic. But then I actually do it like every week, maximum 10 days, depending on how busy I am, because, you know, life gets busy. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then I'll like basically clean her whole cage and I'll change all of her toys and clean all her perches and all that stuff. But when you have more birds, then sometimes it's hard to do that on a weekly basis with yeah. one cage. I find it to be a lot easier, but I feel like with two, three, four, five, six cages, it gets to be a lot more work for sure. Yeah. That's definitely why when you're getting more birds, you need to consider like quality versus quantity because when you get more birds they require much more time for like maintenance for cleaning as well things that probably you don't consider when you're getting a bird and you're super excited to get a new yeah fly yeah but definitely it takes time and i and have breeders far... or pet stores don't tell you oh you're gonna have to be cleaning regularly they poop a lot they make a mess they destroy yeah. toys yeah. they drop food they <laughs> do they all do. Of these things so yeah, it's important. And I also wanted to circle back a little bit to the importance of it, because it's also important to keep things clean so that we can prevent disease. There's, you know, viruses, bacteria, parasites, yep. and a lot of times, and you know this because you have a microscope, these things are so small, it's naked to the visible eye, we can't actually see it. So yeah, keeping yeah. up with this cleaning is important also so that they don't get sick or, you know, get some kind of diseases or, you know, have bacteria in their cage. So it's really yeah. important for those reasons as well. Absolutely. Microorganisms, they can grow like pretty much everywhere. And as you mentioned, birds drop food and if they drop veggies and stuff, it's going to like start decaying and it's going to build up bacteria or mold, uh, yeah. or any type of like microorganisms that are actually quite dangerous for birds' health. They can um, get illnesses like aspergillosis or um, microbacteria or like any other type of um, like disbalance in microflora yeah. of your bird, which actually can be lethal if uh, not treated on time. And the treatment in birds is always so complicated. It's yes. not like with us humans, you yeah. take like, I don't know, a course of seven days antibiotics and you're fine. With birds, it usually takes months to actually get to uh, clean up their organisms. And it's very dangerous too, because they are weakened after all those treatments and you need to make sure that you build up their immunity system back to normal. Yeah. You don't want that. So it's better to actually keep an eye and yeah. make sure that prevention is like better it. than having to deal with it and putting them through medications and things like that. Yes, if for us humans, prevention is much better than waiting yeah. until something goes wrong. But for yeah. them, especially like having in mind that we're like lacking lots of research and lacking actually uh, avian vets as well. Unfortunately, yeah. there are not so many. Then, yes, it's getting even harder because when they get sick, there are so many questions and so little experience, like history-wise. Historically, there are not many research made on domestic birds, on parrots, um, about their like diseases and what's the best way to treat them. So what we use is like a very narrow knowledge about those stuff. It's building up now, it's getting yeah. better, but still you don't want to lose your babies because you it's like a bad job cleaning up yeah. their cages. Yeah, um, I also wanted to add that on top of that, it's odors. You know, when you're not cleaning it for a long time and there's poop buildup and dried poop and all of these different things and food that's been left, 
then it starts to also smell. And, you know, if you walk into a home that, you know, has had all this buildup of food and toys and bird poop for a really long time, you can smell it in the air. So it also goes back to, you know, the quality of the air. So it just is really important to clean so that it also doesn't start to smell and produce all of these different odors. And yeah, they do fume, and uh, those fumes usually are also interconnected with particular matter that is also dangerous for the birds. This is why it's good to actually have an air purifier that measures the particular matter, so you know, yeah. you know first of all if what's the air quality at the current time in your bird room, but also um, the air purifier actually helps to clean the air and lower the odors coming from mm -hmm. this type of things on a daily basis. That, of course, doesn't mean that they are magic wand you need to clean actually physically to make sure that uh, your apartment stays um, odorless and so your birds stay healthy. But uh, mm. yeah, definitely I do recommend like investing into a good um, air purifier because and since we're talking about air purifiers, I did do a whole episode on air purifiers and why clean air is so important. But what is the air purifier that you recommend? Like, what is the brand? Right. I'm using Dyson air purifier, which is a bit of like um, the high end of air Yeah, that's purifiers. a good one. It's quite expensive. I'm yeah. not going to lie. It costs, it costs a fortune. Um, yeah, but it's so... probably going to last you. A long time as well hopefully though to be honest i know that it's not like designed to have like so many cockatiels in mind but for instance it says that the filter should last at least six to eight months which is not the case i think it depends with... <laughs> if you have powder birds or non-powder birds <laughs> exactly but because i have so many powder birds it actually lasts about three months and you need to like change it and it's quite expensive as well to change the filters because the parts are expensive but to be honest i can't complain um really the what this filter does is magic it's again quite expensive i have done some research there are quite a lot of good alternatives to um mm. that one which are cheaper i know that philips has a good air purifier don't remember the model, sorry, but um, you can do your own research. There are brands that do good work, good substitutions to Dyson, but they do work as well. Um, yeah. The thing is, I feel that for my birds, I would do anything. So that's why I sold my kidney and both. <laughs> both. <laughs> sorry, I'm just joking. Uh, <laughs> I bought an Vermont air jokes. <laughs> we yes. would do anything for our babies. <laughs> but that's true. I mean, I I was like, okay, I need to do the, like check the prices and everything and measure. And I was like, but I want the best. So yeah. I just went for <laughs> I want quality. But I'm the I same way. If I'm going to buy something, especially something like that, then I really think that it's important to do your research. You want to also get something within your budget. But you also want to get something that's quality and it's going to last you and it's going to work well. Because if you're just going to get like the cheapest thing, then it's not going to run efficiently and effectively and it'll probably stop working in a short amount of time. So it's just better to invest a little more. True. Absolutely agree with you. I'm the same. I'm thinking the same way. And uh, yeah. With this filter that I have with uh, Dyson, it's with formaldehyde filter as well, which is good, um, especially when I'm planning to move and there's going to be some repair works. I want to make sure that the room is like formaldehyde free before like getting yeah. in the birds. Um, but also it like it detects PM from I think it's from 2.5 to 10. Yes, um, and. Uh, yeah, it's good because I can monitor how the air quality changes during the day as well. I yeah. know, I know if something is like like going high and I have the app, I know that the birds were flying, which like yeah. usually if I'm not in the room, I usually turn the camera on to check if the birds are all right. Because if suddenly yeah. like the PM 
levels raised, which means that the feathers and everything started to fly around. It means that the birds probably got scared of something or yeah. just decided to have a flight. It's great that you have an app that's telling you all of these things. And that's why an air purifier is also great because then you can monitor the air quality that your birds have. Um, sure. I also, because I took some notes, I wanted to add that another thing that I researched was that Dirty cages can also harbor molds and fungi that release spores into the air. Yes. So again, important to clean and important to have an air purifier and sure. your bird's going to inhale these things. And because they have such small, tiny and sensitive respiratory systems, this is why it's so important. But I also read that parrots, because they're so intelligent, they like to have a clean and an organized environment because it provides them with better mental stimulation and just contributes to having a little bit less stress when they have that clean environment. Yeah, that's true. And actually I have noticed, especially with Agnes and Irulan used to do the same thing is the first poop in the morning, they are waiting for me to let them out so they can poop outside of the cage, not inside of the cage, because especially the first poop is slightly larger than it's I, the largest. The it is the largest. <laughs> Mia's morning poop is like, we're always like, whoa. Yes, exactly. You? <laughs> it's bigger than you. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. It's like, it's huge. So I've noticed that they're waiting for the morning to come so I can open the gate and then mm -hmm. they poop. Um, yeah, they're very intelligent animals and they do like it when it's clean. When... I've noticed that when the like the cage is getting a little bit sorry, a little bit dirty, they are starting to feel like uncomfortable and going to the ledge, ledges or perches which are more clean. Mm -hmm. So it's important to actually keep their environment stimulating as well, um, yeah. because they're also picking on the um, wood perches um, and toys inside. Yeah. They and might actually... that way you're monitoring their health by making sure that, you know, they're not chewing on like poop or like old food or like something that's grown exactly. bacteria. And that way, when you're cleaning the bottom of the cage, the liner, you can assess their poops a lot better than when there's like so much going on and there's all this, this debris and poops and dried poops and fresh poops, then it's hard to kind of monitor their poops. So yep. yeah, it's also helpful that way. And before I forget, I also wanted to add that when we're cleaning these things, it prolongs the life of the perches and the cages and buying yeah. all of these things also adds up. Big cages can get really expensive the bigger the flock, the more different types of perches and you want to have a variety. So that also adds up. So cleaning them also ensures that it's going to last you longer. Yeah, that, that's true. Absolutely. Uh, because their poop can actually damage the surfaces of anything. Probably if uh, your yeah. birds have ever pooped on your laptop and you forgot to like take it away for a while, then it can leave stain, like stain your laptop. And it does the same to like your cages and your perches and everything. So it's good to clean them like time in a timely manner. Uh, but what I like what you said about monitoring the poop because poop is the first indicator of your birth health. And exactly that point that when you're cleaning up your cage on daily basis, or at least you're changing the lining or moving the poop from like the floor, then you can see in the morning what are the quality of the poops and whether mm -hmm. you should have any concerns and yeah you can distinguish that that poop was from today not from like three weeks ago because i've seen people like having poop like build up in their cages for a long yeah. time and that's that's terrible but that's also like um very hard it's making it very hard to monitor what's going on with your bird yeah and then additionally, also with like food and water dishes, I know we were talking about that as like a maintenance, a daily cleaning thing, because if we're not cleaning it on a regular basis, and sometimes you have to change the water a few times a day yeah, because they might poop in it, or there's all kinds of debris or depending what they're doing, or maybe they had a bath in it or something. So we don't want there to harbor bacteria, especially like in the summer when it's warmer. Mm -hmm. Still water is the most dangerous water because it actually gets 
bacteria quite quickly and uh, bacteria build up quite quickly. Uh, so yeah, in the summer, in the hot months, it's definitely advisory to change the water. Also very important bit is to actually clean the uh, bowls, the water bowls, because mm -hmm. you know, um, when you leave the water inside, the bacteria builds up on the bottom of the uh, water bowl. It becomes slightly, I don't know, slimy, how to say yeah. it. That's already bacteria building up. It's exactly that's a bacteria buildup. So if you feel that, it means that you already should have like washed it properly beforehand. But still, like wash the bowls. Like and thoroughly. how do you wash your food and water bowls? Right. So for the food and water bowls, I wash them with water and uh, mild dish soap, but then I rinse them thoroughly. I don't do that with plastic bowls. I do that only with the metal bowls. Yeah, plastic bowls. Steel. Yeah, stainless steel bowls. I always like try to use them, though I have a couple of plastic ones, I admit. With the plastic ones, I use only water and some vinegar to actually like clean it up afterwards to mm. disinfect it and then I rinse it again. Um, the reason for that is that plastic has pores, like it's like a porous material and I don't want any type of chemicals to get inside and stick, stick inside. Yeah, that's why, that's why I plastic avoid... makes me so nervous. <laughs> plastic is like a nightmare, yes. And because if plastic actually can also suck uh, food and bleach as well. Yeah, bleach, that's oh, no, no, I meant like leech. Like oh, leech. plastic Sorry, can yeah. leach like microplastics. And yes, there's been can. so much about microplastics recently. I also buy like those eco dish soaps that are like, you know, derived from plant ingredients because then I feel a lot better. Mm -hmm. um, but occasionally I do put them through a dishwasher cycle, like her stainless yeah. steel stuff. I'll just throw that's it all in the dishwasher fine. and throw it through a cycle. It's all right to wash in the dishwasher, the, especially the stainless steel um, bowls. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't advise that to do this with uh, plastic bowls because, yeah. again, they can suck in the um, toxins, the um, like chemicals. So better, but with stainless steel, that's not a problem. What I do when I dishwash them uh, is I just rinse them afterwards again, just to make sure that nothing is left before I put water or food in them. So just like giving a thorough rinse. I also wanted to chat a little bit about, since we're talking about cleaning and cleaning all of our bird stuff, about the tools and supplies needed. So if someone's listening and they're new to this, they just got a bird or they're like, oh, I need to, you know, clean my bird's cage, you know, we talked about sponges and we talked about eco-friendly gentle soap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get one of these. This is like magic stainless steel brush. Like this like has like stainless steel things for purchase and for cork and for anything for even for your cage. Yeah, like, like dry poop, poop or like something. Magic. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I've seen a lot of people use that. Um, I actually, what I do is I take out the bottom where there's like all the dried poop or it's like drying up. And what I'll do is I'll take it into the bathtub and I'll rinse it down on like the power wash setting and then I'll leave it cause it's wet. So it starts to get like moist and then yeah. I'll come back and I'll do another power wash and then everything just comes off. So I don't actually have one of those brushes, but I've heard and seen that it is really great with poop on a load of different things. Yeah, actually for the uh, for the trays, I do absolutely the same thing. I just rinse them thoroughly on a power wash and then yeah. leave them for a while. I then just uh, like I have a special sponge for their cages. I just remove everything with it to make sure that it's clean. Then I rinse it again. I disinfect it. I use actually uh, speaking with disinfectants, I use like bird safe disinfectant. We're gonna talk about it in a bit. Yeah. But um, I disinfect them, I leave them to like dry and then I replace them. For the trays, it does magic. Uh, but they're like, especially for the cork bits, like cork toys, anything that has like an even surface, I find it really hard to do so because those yeah. little poops just like stuck, stuck everywhere. And those type of brushes, like, help I have them in several sizes and it actually helps to that's brush it I'm buying one <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's they're quite cheap you can get them on Amazon um, and 
or even just, like a hardware store would probably have them right absolutely everywhere you can yeah just buy them and literally but just dedicate them for the cage you yeah know, I don't only use it on anything else true yep that's a good point <laughs> so uh yeah that's uh that's what I'll do as well uh I think it doesn't have like a, it's there is no like right way how to do it there's definitely a wrong way how to do it yeah. never use bleaches never use yeah. anything with ammonia it makes me crazy when i see that people are using like diluted bleach i know i know and that's like, crazy that not safe no i've heard people using bleach as well for cleaning even like diluted bleach for cleaning um dishes birds dishes as well that's not safe you don't know how to dilute it even if you want to make it safe it, it can't be sure that you're diluting it correctly and it's stable as an agent etc don't do it it's dangerous you literally can kill your birds and uh, it's not worth it it's much better to invest into a like avian safe um, disinfectant it's yes it costs a bit more i agree but like long term you don't want to get your birth sick. Um, I'm going to read off my tools and supplies list and you let me know if I missed anything or if you want to add anything. So no we talked problem. about sponges or brushes, scrapers, a disinfectant like F10 because it's avian safe and specific mm -hmm. for birds and cleaning bird items, a dustpan with a brush to get all mm -hmm. that little debris from the bottom tray or a handheld vacuum. I love using the vacuum paper towels and some kind of liner paper for the bottom of your cage. And if you have the option, a power washer. Did I miss anything? You said you also use a steam cleaner. I do have a steam cleaner. Yes. Okay. Uh, that's what I'm missing. What, what is like uh, the steam cleaner is good for is actually um, to, first of all, to make, to soften the poops that are stuck, that's making magic for like a couple of seconds and it's already soft and you can easily remove it. But mm -hmm. it also like kills bacteria. And if you have a carpet, like in our case, you want to clean that carpet well to make sure there is no dust in it. And it's yeah. not the best solution. If you, can make, if you can get rid of the carpet, that's the best solution. But I can't, so I need to maintain it. And yeah. like the steamer does like magic. But also for the stands, for the perches, especially when I don't want to do like a deep clean and go through like scrub everything. I just uh, steam them and then like wipe them with a like dry cloth, cloth and that's it. And steam cleaners only use water. For only use water. That doesn't know. Nothing else. Yeah, just water. Yeah. What I find really thankful is the existence of the hoovers or vacuum cleaners. Yeah. Uh, we have that's... the Robo Rock. Oh, do you? Yeah. Isn't oh, it a good it's one? the best. It was such a game changer for us. I release that thing every day, but Lambo gets anxiety when this vacuum comes out. He's like, I don't like this thing. What is it? And he always is like going to the other room. So I always put his anxiety vest on and then like, I'll make him a interactive game or something like sniffing. So he's engaged in something else and feeling a lot calmer and distracted, but it is a game changer because it cleans the floors every single day and all the dust and debris and things she drops it all gets picked up so it's great i didn't even think about carpets and how important it's to keep those clean because we just have no carpet anywhere that's, that's amazing because honestly i used to love carpets before i had birds um because they're like cozy and it's like yeah. so cute etc but nowadays i just hate it's them i mean like get them away <laughs> because <laughs> as you said like you're trying to remove the poop straight away after it drops when it drops on the carpet you don't want to remove it straight away because your all your carpet is going to be like one mess you just wait for like 30 minutes until it gets it dries and then you remove it because oh uh and it leaves no stains otherwise it just leaves stains and it's crazy so yeah. i especially whoever if has a carpet, colored carpet yeah i have like a you know cream colored carpets in the bird room oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> i'm doomed i know <laughs> it's, it's crazy 
<laughs> so but- I want to know a little bit about your cleaning routine. So run me through like when you are cleaning the cage and the toys in the perches, what is your kind of step-by-step routine? I know yeah. you use F10 and I, after we had talked about the F10, I did some research and I was like, oh, wow, you know, this is really great, but I haven't been able to find it anywhere here or any of like the bird parrot stores don't sell it. My vet doesn't sell it. So I need to really hunt it down because I know it's a really great disinfectant, but I know we also talked about, there's not really a, I mean, there is a wrong way to clean, but there are different right methods of cleaning your bird's cage and their perches and their toys. So I'll let you tell us kind of step-by-step what your routine is. My routine is, as I mentioned, it takes a couple of days, especially when I'm doing uh, the deep clean. So I'll start with the deep clean and then perhaps I'll give you a short review of what I do every single day. So for when the deep clean comes, I need to remove every single perch. What I do is that's my first step. Every single toy and every single perch is removed. Then I sort them on the tiles because some of the toys cannot be soaked. Mm-hmm, some like of the toys, toys can be soaked. Yeah, paper toys or like palm leaf toys. They yeah. cannot be soaked because they get like entangled and they're not usable afterwards. Exactly. Uh, so I sort them on soakable and non-soakable. The soakable ones, I literally gather them all and put them into the bathtub. Before that, I rinse and clean the bathtub to make sure it doesn't have anything like dangerous, no shampoos or anything. Mm. And which toys are the soakable ones? The soakable are like purchased from hardwood ledges from hardwood any toys that are like made out of bats and perches and anything hard don't soak loofah don't soak um was it palm leaf or soluble's or anything that is soft soft things mm. they can be wiped and cleaned differently don't soak them anything that is made out of hardwood like it's easily can be um like soaked and it makes it easier to actually clean it afterwards. So that majorly the perches and the ledges are the ones that I soak. Mm-hmm. Some of the toys that are shreddables, I call them shreddables because they're made of soft materials. Yeah. I leave them aside. If there's any poop, you can just kind of like cut it off or rip it off. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Or just scrub it off or like whatever. Yeah. The, if you just soak it, it's going to lose its integrity and the toy is just going to be ruined so don't do that my first step is to soak all the perches and all the ledges just putting them into uh the bathtub i put pour like warm water and then i add i have this f10 clxd which is a disinfectant clean um cleanser sorry concentrate there is like description on the back how to actually use it. It depends on how many liters water you pour into your bathtub. Um, but and then you can use a measuring cup which comes with it, which I don't and have. How here. much? How much water do you put in the bathtub? Like, do you make sure all the all the toys and perches are covered? <laughs> yes. <laughs> You make sure everything's covered and how many liters approximately of water is that? And then how much do you put of the F10 into the bathtub? Right. To be honest with you, I don't remember how many liters is there. I did it one time of the calculation. I know that I need to pour five cups of this, uh, which Based makes on the it... amount of water that you put. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Uh, so I just. Five cups. That's a lot. That is, but on the whole volume of water, that is not that much. What I do then is I literally leave it in, uh, leave all the purchase in. I make sure I stir it well so uh, the disinfectant goes around the water. It doesn't like just sinks in one place. Uh, And I just leave them to uh, disinfect afterwards. I leave them around 15 to 30 minutes, depending on how organized I am. Okay, <laughs> but but usually so it's set enough. a timer. <laughs> set a timer, but it's usually around fifteen minutes should be enough. It's what it says here. Fifteen minutes is like perfect. Uh, it's not going to do any harm if you leave it for a little longer. But yeah, it's best and most efficient to do like fifteen minutes, and yeah, then just because you, you also don't want the wood soaking too long. 
exactly yeah you don't want that to like soak inside and yeah, yeah it's not not although it's 100 percent safe for like birds i just mm -hmm. prefer to make sure that the bacteria on top of the purchase is gone and that's it yeah um then i just rinse them thoroughly with just running water making sure that there is no uh, disinfectant left anywhere but as you said, I just rinse them several times to make sure that I don't count to three, but <laughs> but I do that like several times to make sure they're quite clean and everything. I just make sure that there are no poop left. Yeah. And then I, I take them out. I um, give them a full, like wipe them with a paper towel. Not a paper towel, just a normal towel, cotton towel. Sorry, okay. uh, just yeah, for one second towel. the word just <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> um, and then I put them into the oven on hundred degrees Celsius um, for about ten minutes. You don't want to put the heat too much. It's better to actually keep the heat lower, but for longer time than to keep the heat higher for shorter you... time because they're going to start. Um, What's the word? The the sticky thing that goes from the trees. Sap. Sap. Now, like the sap is going to get out, and that's dangerous. Don't do that. So when you're like drying your purchase inside the oven, it's better to keep it like 60, 70 degrees Celsius, and to keep it for like 10, 15 minutes until they dry. Not to actually dry them on higher temperatures for shorter time because that's dangerous. Don't do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, another thing that I also want to make sure if any to whoever is listening and while you're telling us about this is when you're doing this cleaning routine and like using the oven and using these disinfectants, you want to take your birds into a different space. You don't want to have them there inhaling this and being a part of the process or accidentally, I don't know, trying to get their perch from the oven or something. So just make sure you put your birds in a safe space during this cleaning routine. Yeah, don't don't take care of us with you. I mean, while I'm taking off perches yeah. or just wiping stuff, I don't remove the birds. They're flying around. They're like quite interested in you. But it all depends on your birds. Just make sure that if your birds are scared, for instance, from vacuum cleaners or you're scared that they're going to jump into your cleaning water or something like this, just don't do it. It's better to actually keep them safe uh, but for sure, for like oven and we're using the disinfectants, it's best to keep them into a different room where it's safe for them. They don't need to inhale this. They are completely correct there. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that, you know, with ovens, you also have to be careful because like, for example, a self-cleaning oven, those yeah. can be toxic. The fumes and stuff are toxic to birds. So you have to be really careful with ovens. Don't do it like on a self-cleaning cycle and no. then have your birds around. There are so many actually toxic things that we are using on a daily basis. We need to be very careful with them. Self-cleaning ovens are one. Actually, dishwasher cleaning, while they're in cycle, it's best to keep your birds away from them because they're fuming and apparently they can be toxic too. That's what I found out in one research. Uh, what I also know is like uh, Teflon, don't cook with Teflon, get rid of Teflon. It's not good for you. It's not good for your birds. Uh, it's um, definitely a thing. And cleaning the rest of the apartment. My policy is I clean the all the apartment with bird safe materials, like bird safe chemistry, because everything else is just, it fumes, it leaves smells. I don't know how well it evaporates it might just stay there and the bird can lick it and that's it and so like yeah. it's better to do lots of research about what is good and what's bad self-cleaning ovens are definitely a bad thing i wouldn't recommend using them around birds and definitely not drying your purchase inside of them that that can be toxic and that uh, can be very dangerous um one tip I just remembered is if you have leather rope, like, you know, they are quite safe for like hanging toys on. So leather should not be placed inside the oven for drying because it's going to break. Uh, it's drying up and it's getting out all the moisture of it. And then it's becoming fragile and it's just going right. to snap. 
So if you have leather toys or leather bands in your toys or your purchase or whatever, don't put them into the oven to dry. I'm so you put all the wooden stuff in the oven so that it dries. And you said it too, you said 100 degrees Celsius for 10 minutes. 10 minutes, yeah, that's more than enough. Uh, And all the pine cones, all the natural like toys, I just put them there. They just dry like nicely. So after but, 10 minutes, everything is dry. What do you what do you do next? Right. What I do next is I clean all the cages thoroughly. I mean, all the angles, all the bars, everything. I just wipe it through with a like wet cloth first to make sure I remove all the debris. I vacuum clean everything that has dropped. Then I use F10. Um, I use usually this one, the oven disinfectant ready to use. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, it's one, already it, in a spray bottle. Like It's already in a spray bottle. It's already bottle. done for you, the ratios and everything. Everything, yes. Yeah, so okay. you don't have to worry That's about awesome. it. I'm like crazy mom and I don't uh, feel ashamed to admit it. So <laughs> this is why I use an avian disinfectant that is ready to use. Um, I spray the cages. I wait for them to... Um, just dry naturally um and i make sure there's nothing anywhere no poop nothing so they're super clean um then what i do is usually i leave it for the last bit i vacuum clean quite thoroughly all the angles everything and then i steam clean again everything i steam the floor first then i steam the cages i steam um all the like playgrounds that and i usually watch them do you have to do at the moment three okay <laughs> and um, you've got the whole bird room and the whole bird room so it's actually my bedroom but in the, during the day is the bird room so they just fly freely and they toys everywhere so it's like a bird room and And you've made sure it's all safe and everything's safe for them it's all safe actually uh we put these covers for all the cables so for instance um Mm -hmm. for the lamp it's like it has because it's a hanging lamp it had its cable exposed we needed this there's like um tube that goes around the cable from the ceiling to protect it from beaks from yeah menaceful beaks (laughs) <laughs> and uh, same for the um, uh, air purifier. We covered uh, the um, the cable as well with this uh, pipe thing. Same for the camera. Because, you know, I can't trust them that they're not going to actually want to eat it one day. So that's why I made sure that it's all like bird safe. I've checked every single wall uh, and all the materials inside the room that they don't contain zinc and they don't contain um, lead. So make sure they're like little swaps you can purchase. Uh, You can do the test. If they show negative, then it means that don't have this um, these substances inside which are poisonous and toxic for the birds. And then I return all the items back. I try to rearrange them differently than they were before, so to keep them entertained. Um, but yeah, I return all the purchase, all the toys. I just hang them around differently, trying to change a bit the scenery. And um, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I forgot to mention cleaning the um, filter from the um, air purifier. And then again, I use this one for cleaning the windows and for cleaning the mirror. We have like a huge mirror uh, wardrobe. And thankfully, that's not a good idea to have a mirror where you have birds. Yeah. We didn't have the choice. But thankfully, my birds understand that that's a mirror and they don't really care about it. So uh, they are not bothered by mirror. I don't recommend it. It's uh, not very good for birds, especially if it's a one bird to have Mm -hmm. like mirror inside the room they can get hormonal and um, emotional and that can be harmful yeah sometimes they might get aggressive because they don't understand that it's them or they think that there's another bird there and they might get frustrated because it's not exactly yeah exactly yeah so that's not advisory but fortunately my birds are fine with it they understand it's mirror they don't care about it they never do so they just like ignoring it 
but cleaning it again i use this thing and this same thing for the uh windows it makes magic oh and another one that i really 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 love is that that's the poop off oh the poop off i've seen yeah. this and i've heard about it and i, I hate heard that it, it works smell. great to get the poop off because there's some <laughs> enzymes or something in it yep there are and it actually does magic and it does magic on the cover uh on the um sorry or it's been a long day on the carpets yeah that's the word on the carpets too that makes the uh, uh, magic on the carpets too however it smells weird i have to admit it says it's oh, non-toxic really? and everything i just don't like the smell i yeah i don't know why so i use it only to remove stains from the carpet really and um very rarely when like they poop on a painting or something like on a print yeah uh, i use it because it easily removes it without um, damaging the canvas oh but, see yeah. for like dried poop or like poop in general i always do the mix of 50 50 water to white vinegar and I spray it and then I like walk away. I come back in five minutes and then it just like wipes away so easily because it's just been sitting, eating, getting moist. Yep. Eating the vinegar is eating the poop. <laughs> That's pretty much what yeah. happened. Yeah. So we chatted so much about cleaning and hopefully this gave everybody a lot of insight on how there's different ways of cleaning. You can use water, you can use F10, you can use vinegar, vinegar. and water mixes, yep. you can use the dishwasher. Actually, back to the dishwasher, if you're doing that, then you're only using the wooden perches and things that are going to be safe. And you want to do it on like a high heat setting with a heating dry. So it just depends on the dishwasher. Different dishwashers have different settings and don't put any soap and just let it run through that. And then but I like to put everything out in the sunlight, but there's also the oven option as well, especially like in the winter. There's not mm -hmm. as much sunlight, not here anymore. In so. the winter, especially when the, when the weather is like colder and there is no sunshine, the oven does magic because otherwise it takes too much time, too long to for the purchase to dry. And yeah. as I mentioned, still water is always dangerous because it can build up bacteria. bacteria and we don't want to leave like the purchase sitting there soaking wet because no. then they're just going to grow bacteria and mold, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's correct. Yeah. So use the oven, but make sure it's not like a self-washing oven because they're not a self-cleaning oven because it's not, not very, um, not, not very, it's actually quite toxic for the birds. Yeah. So lots of different ways to clean all this stuff. Now, enough about cleaning. Let's have some fun. I have okay. some fun questions to ask you about your flock. Okay, go for it. <laughs> so my first fun question, if your parents could choose their dream vacation destination, where do you think they would want to go? Where do they think? I think they'll have very different um, preferences. I think Kumus would like to go back to Munich. I think he's like a perfect German. Um, <laughs> even even his behavior is German. I don't know if you know the song, Was wollen wir trinken? It's like a quite popular German song, but one time my husband just put it on for some reason and he started singing and he was so happy. So I think he would go to Germany. <laughs> um, the rest of the birds, I think, I don't know even, I think they would be happy somewhere where the weather is nice all the time. So yeah, I would say warm. Hawaii something like that probably hawaii because that's beautiful. my dream, dream destination so i just take the birds with me they want to go to hawaii let's say so out of your flock who is on santa's nice list and who is on the naughty list the list naughty. started this one is always on the naughty list not only oh, santa's Agnes. naughty list everyone's not the only list. conure <laughs> the only conure is the naughty list and then the good i think hummus is going to be on the other end of the scale, he's on the nice list. list. Yeah, exactly. And he's all a the sweetheart. Yeah, and all the burblings are going between. And I think Ola and the doggy is going to the nice list as well. Yeah. But this this one is a menace. This one is the meanie. Oh no, we have one on the naughty list. Agnes. <laughs> Agnes. If your parents could talk and they held a meeting, what do you think that they would talk about? 
<laughs> they would talk about the quality of blueberries. Like they're probably <laughs> going to discuss why yesterday the blueberries were fresher than today or something like this. <laughs> or or how to poop on the ceiling better something you know sharing skills how do they do that oh my gosh that's hilarious i love it okay what if if there was a movie made about your birds what would the title be and what would be each of your birds characters <laughs> the menace and the burblings <laughs> i was going to say the beauties and the beast <laughs> <laughs> the bur beast it has to the be bur beast, bur -beast. Yeah. <laughs> so the beauties and the burb beast the burb beast this one yeah <laughs> Formerly, you were also the Cozy Cocktails, and you've changed your social media handle. So let everybody know how they can find you on social and your new handle. And we are also looking forward to your new toy launch. Sure. So our new handle is Cozy.Beaks. Uh, no, sorry. I just messed it up again. Cozybeaks.Crew. Cozybeaks.Crew. Yeah. So um, our shop is going to be called cozy beaks and our crew is a cozy beaks crew so <laughs> um yeah so um that's our new handle you can find us on instagram and uh, keep looking for updates on our um uh, toy oh, store launch but also there is going to be another news um very soon something very excited to look forward it's not Toy Story related, but uh, yeah, it's coming up very soon and you will hear from us more. Well, we're so excited about all of this new fun stuff coming up for the Cozy Beaks crew. And I'm so grateful for your time. And thank you so much for jumping on another podcast episode. Thanks a lot, Sandra, for having us. Uh, it's a pleasure as usual. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Parrot Podcast. I'm your host, Sandra from Poodles and Parrots, and I'll see you in the next episode.